The reason I created Living in My Mind is the fact is we have no idea what someone else is thinking. We have no idea what someone has gone through. We have no idea if we have something in common. And a lot of times people just shut down. They don't talk about it. I want people to be able to share what's going on in their minds with other people and realize you're not alone. I know that sounds like a cliche, but it's the truth. And you can get help. The only way you don't get help is if you choose not to. Now's an opportunity to listen to what other people have to say, hear their stories, realize you're not alone, and we can work together to find a solution. And we will. That I can guarantee you. Every morning, every morning, this is what you go through. You wake up, you get up early, you think to yourself, how's the day going to be? You got things planned, you got things ready to do, you, you want to you do the things that you're always doing, and this thing keeps going on in your fucking head, and you look at yourself and you think, what am I going to do? How am I going to be responsible for myself? Am I a hypocrite, the way I live my life, working with people, helping people? But then in my head, this is what I think to myself. I think I'm a loser. I think that I'm not going to function. I think that people don't like me. I fear that people aren't going to take care of me when I do work for them. I deal with these things, but then I calm myself down. And on a day-to-day basis, you would never know what I go through because I don't share it. Because if I did share it with you, most of you fucking people don't care. I've had that happen my whole life. Share, and all I hear is, oh, it's okay. Or you're going to get better. I don't know how that works that way. But this is what you go through every day. This is how you deal with things, Dennis. You always... Share what you want people to know because you need a safe place. But then when you talk to people, you explain to them they can't do that. It's not worked for you. You've had years and years of this. This coming forth, in two days, it's going to be mom being passed away for two months. You're numb. You have a hard time with it. You watch TV shows that make you cry. You look at animals that makes you cry. And it's a hard time for you even crying about your mom. And I think to myself, am I pathetic? Was I not a good son? Am I not a good brother? Am I not somebody somebody can love because I have a hard time loving them? That's the difficult part. You know, you, you, you do this to yourself. And these are things you go through every day in your head. And you know this. You know what you are. You get up in the morning, you tell yourself that you're not going to succeed. But then you work through things. And you get there. Most people won't know. Nobody knows where you live. Because you don't really share with people your personal life. Because the reality is you've experienced many people don't give a fuck. And if they do, they want something. You have so many people in your life that want something. And then when you don't give it, you haven't been smart enough to figure this out that they slowly don't hang around. They're not there anymore. Or they reach out to you periodically. But when you're taking care of people, they're in your life. So what does that say? Are you codependent? Fuck yes, you're codependent. Are you trying to buy people to be in your life? You've done that. You've taken care of people because it's better than being alone. Loneliness kills. It's almost killed you multiple times. When you get up in the morning... And the first thing you do is wake up and you thank God that you're alive is a gift. So Dennis, why can't you do what you teach other people? Why can't you live your life the way you do? On the outside, it looks really good and you do a great job. On the inside, it's a fucking nightmare. What goes on in your head is this every day. And I'm here to tell you I'm your head. I'm here to tell you that you're not thinking correctly. I'm here to tell you that here's what you think, but here's the results. You are able to be productive You are able to make a difference. You do make a difference. But then when you go home at night, 
and you live in a little tiny place and you make yourself food, you sit there, you watch sports, you watch documentaries, you watch TV, you get lost in that stuff because it feels good. You don't always have to be on. You don't always have to be there for other people. In your mind, if someone sends you a text, you got to respond. Why? Do you think they really give a shit most of the time? The answer is no, they don't. They know that you're going to respond, you're going to be there. Now, when you're not there for it, then people wonder what's wrong. Just like you, when you're dealing with people and you don't get a call back or you don't get a text, you're wondering, Jesus, do they not want to work with me? Do they not like me? Do they not love me? What I do? You constantly go there. You live in fear. You've lived in fear your whole fucking life. Now, on the outside looking in, you look the way you look. People have always said, well, you know, you get, because of the way you look, you get things more. And I don't look a certain way. I'm just, I am who I am. I get in the door when it comes to work or personal things because you've got a brilliant mind. We both know that. You've used it for diabolical. Look, the reality is you think of many sick things every day, whether it's how to hurt somebody, how to get something over on somebody, how to lie, how to steal, how to cheat, and you've been very fucking good at it. You got to be proud of yourself, but how pathetic are you to be proud of yourself because you did those things? It does not matter what your day is like. It's up to you. It doesn't matter what happens around you. It's up to you. So what you've got to figure out is how you're going to get through it. What tools are you going to use? Are you going to use ones that someone else shared you? You see all this social media shit where they say eight ways to get through the day, seven ways to be a man, nine ways to get the girl not to leave you, 20 ways to do your body this way. What the fuck? They give you these so-called tools, but there's no solutions behind it. Your solutions have always been to be honest to yourself. And you're honest with yourself to a degree. That's the problem. I always tell people when it comes to work that I do 80%. I give them 80% and that other 20 I keep because they're always going to need me. If I give you 100% of what you're asking me for, why would you need me? And I've done that in my personal life. And you know that you've done that in your personal life. You sit here and you talk to yourself and you do talk to yourself every fucking day. When you're driving in the car, you have these fantasies about how things are going to change in the world, how you're going to make the changes, how you're going to a meeting, everything's going to be fine, how you're going to win the fucking lotto. Now, you buy so many fucking lotto tickets, you never won. But the problem is, there is no problem because you didn't win. When you have these expectations of yourself, which you've had for years, you've gotten better the last three years. I can tell you that because I live with you every fucking day of my life. When you get up in the morning and you take that fucking cold shower and you stick your head under the fucking freezing ice water for two and a half minutes, I don't know where the fuck my body's going. It's shock. But your brain never leaves you. Your brain is always there with you. Your brain is attached to you. No matter what you want to go through, you're laughing, you're crying, you're singing, you're doing all these different things, but you do them alone. Many times you've tried to tell somebody and they shut you down. Or they got their own issues. That's the fucking thing that pisses me off when I try to talk to people, to be honest. I tell them my issues. And the first thing, yeah, you know, you're right. I, I, yeah, but then they go to themselves. I've been guilty of that as well. We all want to get something in. We all want to tell our story, our fucking war story. Everybody has a war story. Everybody's dealt with something. Are we going to allow other people to create those problems in our life continuously? That's, that depends on us. So what goes on in my mind is difficult for me to handle because you're not handling your share, Dennis. And when you continuously do this, your anger issues. You're angry. You're an angry fucking human being. But the good thing is you know that. And so you deal with that to a degree. You have no problem making subtle threats to people. The sad part is you will keep them and you will do them if it ever came push to shove. And where's that going to get you? You've got a mind 
that if you just did the right thing, it'd be wonderful. But you've always lived on the edge, wanted to do what you want and say, fuck authority, fuck religion, fuck my teachers, fuck anybody that's in a position of power. And there's nothing wrong with that, but you got to have a backup. You can't just say fuck you to people and just keep going. It doesn't work that way. With your mom, you know, you were there the day your mom died. You and your brother had the opportunity to be there with her. You watched her take her last breath. You were so angry at the priest coming to do the last rites because he's just a man representing God. And it was just interesting. And I asked him, for you, do you honestly believe what's coming out of your mouth? And the priest had a hard time with that. The reality is I don't know where my mom went. I don't know where anybody goes. Neither do you. But it happened. When people keep saying, oh, you're going to be fine. You can talk to your mom. Hey, go fuck yourself. Go fuck your mother, your father, whoever the hell you want. My mom's not here. Each day, I've got to deal with that. That's a loss that will always be here. I had somebody say to me, well, I know what it's like because, uh, you know, I ended a relationship six months ago, and I actually said to the person, are you fucking serious? How is that the same? Well, that person's not in my life. I said, but that person's alive. I said, here's what we're going to do. We're going to say goodbye, and we'll never speak again. I'm cut and dry. I'm black and white. I don't have time for that shit. You, Dennis, linger. You want people in your life, even if it's dysfunctional, even if they're not helpful for you. You finally started eliminating those people. That's what's helping me. I can sleep better at night. But your fears, your fears of not being liked, your fears of someone not saying you're attractive, your fears of thinking, does someone like me? Does someone want to be with me? All this is repetitive. It goes in your head day to day. You've had trauma, Dennis. Who the fuck hasn't had trauma? You can't be a victim all the time because you victimized many people in your life. So what makes you any better? Yeah, this is conflicting. This is what you go through. This is our conversation every fucking day of your life. Sooner or later, and hopefully it's sooner, it'll calm down. But right now it hasn't. You think about it. Think about where you're from. You're from a small town. Some people think it's a big town. And people are different when you go home. Does that mean you have to be different? No. But you try to fit in because you don't want anybody there to know anything about you here. And that's why you live alone. Think about it. You live alone by yourself because you don't want people to know you. Because you're right. People have hurt you. You've shared with people. People have never been there. But look at the work you do. You make a difference. Every day, you make a difference in people's lives. And I'm proud of you. But at the same time, you hate yourself. You literally hate yourself on a day-to-day -day basis. You have never, ever in the last 20 years, looked in the mirror at yourself only to comb your hair. How insecure is that? You take a shower with the lights off because you don't want to see what you look like because you think that you're not appealing. You think that you're an ugly, disgusting human being. I don't think anybody's ever told you that. That's something that's been in your head. You've dealt with an eating disorder, the body image, you were 280-something pounds, all these things, but look where you've put yourself now. You made the changes. Nobody did it for you. And that's the reality. If you got your head out of your own fucking ass, nobody did these things for me. I've been to therapists. I've been with you. I've sat there, listened to the bullshit that you fucking say because you know damn well you just want someone to talk to. And you know damn well some of them had a good insight into you, but you never gave them credit. You think you know everything and you don't know anything. What's hard at times is just being in your head because I don't know what the fuck you're going to do. Remember two years ago when you were driving, you hit a kid on a bike, you got out of the car, you screamed at the kid, you made him feel like it was his problem? Jesus fucking Christ, what are you, psychotic? And the kid went away crying and you just drove off. Didn't bother you. 
And maybe you're born different. Maybe your brain's wired. I don't know what your brain's like. I live here and I try to figure it out day to day, but all this repetitive negative stuff is something that you have to control. Something you have to do something about. Think about your mom. All right, your mom was in a facility for a long time. You didn't get a chance to go see her. Now, there's reasons why you couldn't see her, and she understood that. And your family understood that. Other people won't. But it really was hard. You could have probably done something. You might have gotten in trouble if you did it. But the bottom line is you could have made that sacrifice. Your sacrifice is what's important. Because if you can't gain from it, that's okay. You don't need to gain from making sacrifices. You've done so much for so many people and you do it unselfishly and unabolished. You don't, you, you're there. You're, there's a wonderful side to you. Then there's a side that's home by yourself. And I feel like a hypocrite when I think about these things or I do things or I help people and I know that I'm making a difference or I've created something for them. Then I go home and I'm frozen. Do you realize there's sometimes you sit for two hours in the morning and you can't move because you're so much frozen with anxiety. But the minute you make a call or you get a text, boom, it's, it's like a fucking watch and a, an amazing artist. But in your mind, I don't know what's going on at that time. You shut me out. You just sit there. And I don't know if you know what's going on. So we got to work together. If we don't work together, kind of like the mind and the body. The body's been working really good with you. You're doing what you need to do. But your mind is where everything is at. You live in your mind. Nobody else. Nobody you know knows anything about you other than what you share. You had some person say a long time ago that you compartmentalize relationships where you have people over on this side, people on that side, people around you, people in the back. They never meet each other because they all fit something. And that's true. They do fit something in your life. And I think a lot of people do that. Is it good? I don't know. Is it bad? I don't think so. But you have different people that you can enjoy being around for different things. And, and that's okay. It doesn't mean you're a bad person. When you're driving and you're thinking about how you can hurt someone who's hurt you, not the best thing to do, but that's how you do things. You constantly are doing these things to yourself. What you need to do is understand that your trauma, your problems are real. The one thing I've learned in a long time, trauma is lifelong. It's chronic. It isn't going anywhere. How you choose to be a victim or play to be a victim, and even in relationships, you were in a relationship with someone and, and it ended. There was never any closure and it was okay. That person had their issues. You, everything is equal. You both had your own things. But at the same time, you never really told the person what you thought. But you got through that. And the other person had their limits. And you hoped, God, that they're doing great. You'd hope they're doing wonderful. You don't need to always play on the past. Think about this. Every night you go to fucking bed, you dream of something. Your mind is amazing. You can think of something. You can set a scenario. And when we go to sleep, we fucking dream of it. Unfortunately, we're waking up every hour, so we really don't get a lot of sleep, so we're fucking exhausted. But your dreams are amazing. Why can't you do that in your real life? Why can't you take that? You're afraid. You're ashamed. You're embarrassed. You are such a fucking coward to ask someone out. You're afraid that they're going to reject you and say no. That is something you've gone through. So I've been there with you. I've seen you freak out. I've seen you get nervous. I've seen you walk away. And all somebody did was say hi. What the fuck is your problem? That doesn't work for you because when you do that, then you're alone. That doesn't work for you either. You've got to find a common ground in your head. It's like this repetitive thinking that you're not good enough, that no one's going to love you. And everybody goes, this, you're not, there's nothing unique about your shit. Believe me, you know that and I know that. It's just that it's yours. It's your shit. And that's what it is. 
So you've got to understand if we're going to work together here and if we're going to get out of this fucking funk every damn day, you can't just get up, do some work, work out, eat once or twice a day, then sit around for five or six hours trying to figure out why you're not happy when you already know why you're not happy. You got to get out of your comfort zone and you really got to say fuck it towards other people. You've gotten much better with that in the last two years, much better. In the past, you'd say fuck it, but it would cause a lot of problems and they're usually involved with criminal activity because if you're going to fuck with me, I'm going to fuck with you. Fuck with you. I'll come after your children, your kids. I don't care. You'll never know because I'm not stupid enough to do it by myself. But at the same time, what does it mean for you to be happy? You can find happiness. You can eliminate those things that we're talking about every damn day. You can go and do something. You can meet new people. You can do different careers. You can adjust to a moment in a situation. Think about how you get through the day, the work that you do, everything you do for everybody, and you're on top of it. You get it done, and there's great outcomes. But when it comes to you, you grew up a certain way. You didn't have a dad. You've got a lot of shame and guilt over that. Why? Your dad was a piece of shit. What he did to your mom, your mother, your grandmother, your great-grandmother, they raised you. Those are amazing ladies, and you had animosity towards them. Why? Why would you have animosity towards the people who love you? You went to private schools. You didn't have what a lot of other kids have, but you had everything your mother and grandmother and great-grandmother could give you, and you still wanted more. It made no sense. To this day, you fought that and you battled that every day. Every night when your mother was alive, you went to bed thinking you were a horrible son. You were never a horrible son. You and your mom are just alike. You know that and I know that. Your mother had the same sarcastic personality. She had a little criminal mind at times. Your mother was a wonderful lady. And so are you. What goes on in your fucking head isn't what other people see. How many people, literally think about what we're talking about here, Dennis. How many people that you know say this to you, what you're saying to yourself every day? Think about it. You're not going to come up with an answer right now, but you don't have many. You don't. You get mad. Think about it. You do so much for people, but you get pissed off when people don't invite you to do things. And it's rightly so at times because you don't need them to invite you. But sometimes it'd be nice. Sometimes it'd be great. But if you're going to invite people to do things with you, then that's what it is. You've got to accept it. Maybe they're limited. Maybe they don't have what you have. Maybe they can't do what you do. Don't get angry. And then don't be this vindictive little fucking bitch boy that you can be. And then smile when something goes wrong in somebody else's life, knowing that you had a hand in it. It's pretty diabolical. Years ago, think about it. We, when we were out at Anacapa, you took that psych test. And what did the psychologist tell you? You were a sociopath. And what did that do that day? That kind of devastated you. But after that day, you never, ever fucking addressed that. I've been to therapy sessions with you, with Mark, with Belinda, in Walnut Creek, New York, San Francisco. Never once did you ever bring that shit up. Now, who the fuck knows? But you know you've tested a little different than most people. So learn to accept the person you are. Learn to accept exactly who you want to be. Not what everybody else thinks you should be. That's the most important thing. And enjoy. If you don't want to do something, you don't do it. Don't do it just to be with other people. You've got to stay true to yourself. Your fears are crippling you on a day-to-day -day basis. Everybody deals with something. No one knows what you're going through. So share it. Talk to people. Be open and honest. Look, if somebody says no, you ask them out, they say no. They don't know you. It might be the moment. It might be a bad situation. They don't. Who cares? But get through that. Then you can breathe. You can fucking breathe because you haven't breathed in years. That's it.
It's just fucking annoying that I'm the one counseling you here. <laughs> it's fucking annoying that I'm the one that's telling you this. And we have this conversation every day. Now, you're not alone. There are many people who have conversations every day in their head. What they do with them, I don't know. Many of us are alike, and you have to expect, accept that, that you're alike like others. We're, we're, we're unique only in our own, the way each of us look, unless you're a twin. What the hell is that? We all have a doppelganger or whatever the hell that thing is. But the reality is, this is it. This is the time for you to slow yourself down. This is the time for you to stop doing this repetitive thing every day of your life, seven days a week. You have this really, I, this really pisses me off because it affects me more. You have this crazy fucking numbers thing that goes in your head. Every fucking day it's numbers. You count telephone poles. You count fucking lines in the street. You fucking listen to the radio. You count words in the songs. Everything. And I don't know what that does for you. I know it drives you crazy. There are times where you'll hear something, you have to repeat it five times and say it again, say it again, say it again. And by the time you're done with that, I want to fucking jump out your fucking head. I, I want a goddamn zombie to eat your fucking brain just to fucking shut you up. But these are things that you do. Why do you do that? I know why, because it calms you down at the moment. It makes you feel good that you can do something like that. Remember something. I'm not sure how many times you've been on a job interview and somebody said, how many telephone poles are there on Pacific Coast Highway between uh, Newport Beach and uh, Long Beach? I damn well know you have that fucking number in your head. Think about... If anybody thought about that, how stupid that is to some people, but think about what it is to you. It's a purpose. So you got a purpose. Live your purpose. Do the things you want. Stop thinking that anything you do is wrong. Stop thinking that it's a mistake. If someone doesn't like what you do, it's okay. Everybody has an opinion. If someone likes what you do, then expand on it. Meeting different people outside of your realm is a beautiful thing. You love doing that. You love to learn and you learn. You have a lot of people, different ages you learn from on a day-to-day -day basis. But I've noticed when you take that information and you're by yourself, you're by yourself. You're pretty much a loner, even though the work you do and everything you do is around a lot of people. I just want you to understand that if you talk to someone other than a fucking therapist, believe me, we know therapists, we've known this for a long time, a lot of therapists are sicker than the fucking people they help. And you've had some ones that are really fucking sick, but they also helped you. So take the good, throw out the bad, take what you need, but listen. Most importantly, when you wake up with this purpose every day, Dennis, make a difference in your own life from now on, which you've done an amazing job. You're not beating yourself up 24-7, maybe 18-7 now, but let's see what we can do. Let, let, let's work on this, but we're both exhausted. And I can say the same thing over and over and over, but I fucking don't want to say anything over and over. That's enough. You're not alone in this fucking head of yours. There's two of us here. But sooner or later, there has to be a third person, and you got to let that wall come down.